Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, you know my penchant for trivia. Well, I uh, <laughs> I, won a tri- I won a trivia game one time with what is triskaidekaphobia. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is oh. fear of the number 13. Uh, oh, I, are you serious? Yes. Uh, okay. But but there are some that are that are much more serious that are uh, really debilitating for people. I don't mean to make light yeah. of, fe- of fears or phobias, but uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about some of those some of the phobias <laughs> that people have that what, what you run into. Uh, a phobia is a persistent, irrational fear of an object or a situation uh, that typically presents no real threat. Now. I remember uh, years ago I was speaking at in the Houston area, and um, a friend of mine from college came, and I was so surprised to see her. Um, and the bottom line is, she began to, t- and she was the president of a sorority that I was in, very competent, very capable, you know, just. A, a really a lovely person and capable. Well, she told me that she had agoraphobia. Now, I didn't know at the time what that was. I was just a couple of years out of college. And that is, again, agoraphobia. <laughs> We're talking about phobias. Mm-hmm. It is called sometimes uh, fear of the marketplace. Or it can be a fear of um, being around people. Usually they are homebound. Um, this is a fear of having a panic attack uh, in a place um, where escape could be difficult. And therefore, uh, the situation for her was she couldn't leave home. She felt she couldn't. Uh, even to walk outside the front door, uh, she felt unsafe. Now, we I was fascinated with what she was saying because I fascinated, meaning this she's so unlike, uh, she's, she'd be one of the most unlikely people to be controlled in this way. I don't know what really caused that, but I do know that what she had to do was take a number of statements. She took a number of statements that were affirming about what she could do that, that would be appropriate. From that, and, and after repeating those over and over, it's like the truth, that these were truthful statements. Um, I then later did what what we call the Psalm 23 project the Lord is my shepherd and I and I did something a model with that uh, and this has helped so so many people uh, where you focus on the Lord is my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd uh, 
the Lord is my shepherd. The, the point is, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. That, And, and Jeff, you know that scripture. Yes. You know I quote it over and over because Jesus said the truth will set you free. And if we're transformed by the renewing of the mind, repeating again and again what is true is essential. Therefore, um, in what we have as our, what we call our keys, keys for living, we have uh, the best scriptures to literally uh, absorb, to live with them. Uh, For example, um, when we look at uh, Psalm 56, verse 3, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Not if I'm afraid, but when. There are times when fear can be justified. And I, I know there are scriptures that say, do not fear for I'm with you, etc. But there are legitimate times if someone, the way I phrase it is somebody comes at you with a knife uh, behind your back. Uh, uh, this person is, has grabbed you. Uh, look, um, you should have fear. And there's a physical defense system that we all have put in by God. And there is extraordinary uh, power that we have beyond our norm when there is that adrenaline rush. And there, it, but it, it's a logical uh, system that, that's put in place. We describe it in our keys and what to do. But the important thing is we are not to be controlled by fear. A lot of people are afraid of, uh, it's called uh, sometimes a social phobia. Uh, There are specific phobias. But the the whole thing, the, the point is we can literally apply the truths from God's Word and repeatedly say His word, the word from God as to how to apply it to our lives and repeat it over and over and over. And this is part of the healing when we have a phobia. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, 
there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions about tonight's topic uh, or any number of topics, we have over 100 of our Keys for Living to help you to address what's going on in your life. If there's a struggle maybe that you're having and uh, you'd like to get some information, some of our resources that would apply to that, talk to our customer support team about that, and they'll be happy to recommend some of our resources to you. Uh, The Keys for Living have been so helpful for people, and I'll tell you more about those in just a moment. Uh, But customer support is available at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and uh, they'll be happy to help you. The, The Keys for Living we're recommending tonight called Fear, No Longer Afraid. That's Fear, No Longer Afraid, and they'll be happy to help you. Now, you can check out our website, too, for a full listing of the resources that we carry, and it's all there, the the Keys for Living. And I mentioned before, those Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on so many topics, and uh, such as stress, anxiety, fear, abuse, marriage, parenting, and so many more topics. And we have topics being updated and added to that store monthly. So you'll want to make sure that you go by and check those out. It's at hopefortheheart.org slash store. The new updated Keys for Living, as well as our Lifeline to Hope online training, and that is a video-based training program that is a 10-session, kind of a volunteer caregiving training course. It's designed to equip church members and lay leaders to become biblical caregivers. It's been such a helpful tool for pastors and uh, teachers and churches looking for uh, being able to start or grow a care ministry in their church. That's called Lifeline to Hope. Also, there's uh, June's resources there in a part of the store called June's Place, and you'll see Bible studies, other books that she's written, as well as her music CDs. All of the information is there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Hope you'll go there and spend some time. Again, all the resources are there for you to take a look at. You can order directly from the website. Again, that is hopefortheheart.org slash store. Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and this evening we welcome Sarah. Well, hello, Sarah. Welcome to Hope. Hello. Hi. Okay, what are we wanting to talk about? Yes, um, so I was just wanting to talk about, um, so so for a while now, like I would say maybe a year, um, I've had just this really bad fear of like, of dying and just like, I don't know, 
just losing control um, and all that. And so, anyways, I was just wondering, like, how, like, how do you overcome that? Mm. You said it, it started occurring a year ago. Did something unusual take place where someone died or close to death? Uh, you were around someone who experienced um, um, a, a, a almost dying, anything like that? Um, it actually did happen. It did not, like, right? Okay. Has there been anything that where there was something? See, what, what the reason I'm asking is many times we can have a fear that triggers a memory from a long time ago. Uh, but, and that may not be the case, but is there, was there anything that was difficult or we could say traumatic, but uh, the death of someone that was dear to you. Yeah, so they didn't actually, like, pass away or anything, mm -hmm. but I guess, right. like, it was pretty close. Um, so, like, I think it was, it was actually December of, was that 2020? Yeah, 2020. Like, okay. my, um, my family and I, like, we all had covid um, and so my, my dad, uh, oh my gosh, why am I choking up? Okay. So my dad, um, like, he, of course, like he wasn't getting like enough oxygen and all that stuff. And, um, like, I just, I remember looking at him. So, I mean, we were all sick. So like, I was looking at him and he was in bed and, like, he just couldn't breathe, and, like, his mm. lips were blue, and, like, I just felt like, like, that was it. Mm. Mm. So, um, so that happened. Um, yeah, wow. No, that's, that can be genuinely fearful, it can be frightening, in that, um, do I assume that you have just one dad? Say that one more time. I, do I assume you just have one father, one dad? Yes, yes. Okay. That's, you know, and and uh, tell me about your relationship with him. I mean, I love my dad. I feel like, like I've always been like a daddy's girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, wow. That's very endearing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I, I remember when my mother was diagnosed with terminal illness. And I thought, what? And it was cancer. And it was, I, I just, it was liver cancer. And I, I, I thought, no, this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. The hardest time was not after she died. It was before. It was mm -hmm. the impending loss. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember being surprised because I would not 
have understood that, except that we do have a definition for grief. And it just so happens to be when you look at the actual definition that we have in our own material, it's interesting. Grief is uh, the painful emotion of sorrow caused by the loss or impending loss of anyone or anything that has deep meaning to you. You know, it could be a person, it, it, it can be something else, but it's deep meaning. Well, you said you were, you loved your dad and your daddy's girl, which is, is precious. Now, the impending loss, um, you know, from first hand testimony, I can tell you that the, it was the impending loss that was would um, impact me in terms of um, I, I would I, I was deep, definitely grieving way before. Now I'm not saying that you used the word grief. You didn't. You just said you had a fear of dying during this past year. But usually when all of a sudden we've not had something like that before, there's something that causes it. Does it make sense why? Mm-hmm. Because you did experience a frightening, and I say frightening, um, it, because, you know, uh, well, let me ask, what is your age? How old are you? I'm 27. <laughs> okay. So, had you ever had um, a, a deep fear of your dad dying before? Um, I mean, there may have been times where I would be like, what would I do, like, you know, if, if mm-hmm. that happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you've thought about it, is what you're telling me. But now, you were experiencing, you said it sounded as though it was when he got COVID and he couldn't, he didn't have enough oxygen. He wasn't, so it's like if he didn't have enough oxygen, that's, that's dealing with reality. It's not what if, da, 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 for the future. But if um, this, this makes very much sense and therefore you, and because you had a very positive relationship, a love relationship with him, um, I'm hearing that it's not that you wanted uh, to have a separation. And yet, there I can promise you there are people who go, oh, and, and I hate to say it this way, but there are, are times when it's like, actually, things will get a lot better when so-and-so dies. But that's not where you were. Right. So what kind of character did he have, does he have? I mean, he's just always, like, it's a lot like Christ in a way, because he's always, like, he just does so much for me. Like, even even though, like, I may not, like, deserve it or, you know, especially when I was, like, younger, like, 
and maybe I didn't deserve it. Um, but like, I mean, he's just always been good to me. Like he's always been there. So it it does definitely sound like were he not present, um, there would be a big hole in your heart. Right. Is that right? Hole in your life. Right. Okay. Right. So it's easy then when obviously he did not die because you did you you did not indicate that he died, but that he just had difficulty. And it sounded like it was um, a struggle to breathe. Right. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Like, I think he was close, but didn't mm-hmm. happen. Wow. Okay. So, um, now let's talk about you. What would, what length of time was that from, you said his, his was, you, you specifically said December 2020. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what was the length of time before, when when you then started having this fear of dying? Um, I think it started maybe, uh, it was maybe like February or March. Okay. So, just a few months later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to uh, ask several questions uh, because mm-hmm. I've kind of been in in the space where you've been <clears throat> both from a mother and, and a father, my father first, substantially earlier. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but let's just talk about you right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask a very direct question. Has there been a time in your life where you know You've humbled your heart. You received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, actually giving Him control of your life and that you have a relationship with Him. Yes. Okay. And you're sure of that, so you're secure about that, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking that question, it makes, uh, it'll make a, a big difference as to how you interpret what we will all experience, and that is death. According to the Bible, it's appointed unto man once to die and then face judgment. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. If you have uh, questions or concerns about the topic of fear, as uh, maybe that relates to you, something has uh, interested you in our discussion of that tonight, just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central. They'll help you access the appropriate resources. Maybe that is a uh, topic of concern for you, that topic of fear. Or maybe there's something else that you're struggling with. Or uh, maybe you're helping someone else in your life and you'd like to be able to pass along some information to them. Some of our resources will be helpful for that. And uh, you can talk to our customer support team to help you know what resources would be best. We are recommending tonight our Keys for Living on Fear called No Longer afraid and customer support can help you get that the number is 800-488-HOPE that's 800-488-4673 as you talk to them they might even be able to recommend some of our free resources to you that's on our website at hopefortheheart.org and you can find the tab at the top that says free resources you can drop that down and see all the topics that are available there and you can even look at those download those print them out if you'd like but there's a lot of of scripture there, a lot of helpful pointers on many, many topics that you'll be able to check that out. Again, that's at hopefortheheart.org, and you can find that free resource tab there. If you'd like to get in touch with our customer support team by email, you may do that at hopefortheheart.org. Uh, rather, customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Well, we'd like to let you know how to get in touch with the program here. If there's something you'd like to speak with June about on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, there's a situation in your life and you'd like some direction on that, we'd love to help you with it. The number is 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, you'll just leave a message for us. We'll get back as soon as we can to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800 night 17 800-644-4817. Let's return to our conversation now with Sarah. Well, Sarah, as I'm thinking about you, and you've told me that you genuinely have a relationship with God through Christ, mm-hmm. and um, so 
in terms of, and this is a specific question, what's the worst thing that can happen to you, just you, when you die? Um, well, probably, probably not have believed, uh, because then I won't be going to heaven. <laughs> so I would say probably just not going to heaven. But you uh, did indicate that you genuinely have believed in Jesus. Not The word believe doesn't mean the intellectual agreement that something is so. Uh, it is uh, the, the, the word believe in Greek and the way, way it's intended to be interpreted is to rely upon, to trust in. So if you believe in Christ, you've entrusted your life to him. Uh, did, is, that, is that what you have? I don't, I don't want to talk you into anything, but uh, is that what you have done? truly entrusted your life to Christ. So if we talked about what's the worst thing that can happen to you when you die. um, Oh, nothing. (laughs) That's that's right. Nothing. Now now just grasp that for the moment. Yes. By the way, you haven't experienced heaven. I assume. I haven't. So We've not experienced what the Bible even describes that we will experience. And it's not, there's not huge detail, but we do know that there's no sorrow. There's no mourning. In fact, this is in one of the very, well, the last book of the Bible, Revelation. There's a description of this new experience that you will have, uh, specifically in Revelation 21, um, that he will wipe every tear from your eyes. No more death. No mourning. uh, No crying. No pain. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. And I haven't experienced that. You haven't experienced that, but that's why I'm saying, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, for you and for me, and is your dad a true, authentic Christian? Yes. Wow. So what I'm hearing is there's no fear because you said nothing. there's nothing bad that can happen. In fact, actually... Death is the doorway to your destiny that God planned. Your your responsibility was to respond to the truth that you were exposed to. Was it because of your dad exposing you to true, authentic Christianity? Is that did he? Was it because of him that you were exposed? Yes. Okay, that's very special. When you really think yeah. about it, I mean, I I had a dad who, <laughs> for years, you know, said Christianity's a crutch and all that. So I I just I I love hearing the way you've described your dad. Hmm. And you know, I think 
when you think about your, what are your choices now? Well, um, a lot of people, they worry, they have fear of something that may happen or may not happen. Um, in fact, I'm going to go on and tell you that many years ago when I worked on our keys, we called them keys, uh, like keys for living. Fear, uh, specifically, is a strong emotional reaction to a perceived imminent danger. Um, and it's characterized by fight, flight, freeze, either one or all three. Uh, and But it can be real or imagined. It can be rational or irrational. It can be normal or abnormal. And the reason I say that is for so many, that what we fear does not even take place. Mm-hmm. Um, now, or it's so far away in time. So you, you actually have a choice. You can, Sarah, replace fear with faith. And this isn't wishful thinking. It's not a Pollyanna outlook, oh, nothing bad will ever happen to me. It's, it's saying, okay, in regard to, and, and you said, I have a fear of dying. Well, you've already told me that when you actually die, there's nothing that's bad that's going to happen to you. Yeah. And so you're a realist, if you consider that. Yeah. But what you, but, but you know, you know that people, I mean, the statistics are amazingly consistent. One out of one people die, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I, I find hugely helpful. There's a fascinating scripture, Psalm 139, beginning in verse 16. All the days ordained for me were written in his book, God's book, before one of them came to be. So, do you grasp that that is saying that God already knows your last day? Yes. Do you realize the comfort of that? Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I know, I mean, when I first realized that, I, I, I was fascinated. I thought, oh, okay, God knows my last day, so I... I don't need to be worried about when that's going to be because if he's already planned it and he loves me, he loves you. In fact, the Bible even says in Jeremiah 31, uh, 3, that he says, I loved you, I love you like with an everlasting love. I'm sorry. I've loved you with an everlasting love. How long is everlasting? Always, forever. <laughs> mm-hmm, forever. So you're not going to lose his love, God's love. Uh, you're not going to, um, sounds to me, like you're not going to lose your dad's love, just the way you've been talking about him. And he's mm-hmm. a faithful, he's been faithful to you. You said he's always been there for you. Mm-hmm. And so when you die, um, all these things that I read, 
there you will not have tears. You're not going to be mourning. It's like, it's like you're not in this huge state of grief. He'll he's just going to wipe every tear from your eye. There's no your from your eyes. Uh, no death, mourning, crying, pain. Because you'll be in a perfect existence that the doorway to get there is death. So death is your destiny, and but it's not, for, for you, it will be eternal life. Eternal life. And, and so sometimes instead of just focusing on the process of death, it's just, the Bible says, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So what can you do? Well, you can say thank you. In all things give thanks. Thank you, God, for what you will teach me up until my last day on earth. And I'm going to thank you for, and then you literally have a Thanksgiving list. As you've already described, thank you for giving me a dad who is always there for me. Mm-hmm. And thank you for the way you've used him in my life. Thank you that I will be with him as an earthly dad. I'll be with him for eternity. Thank you that, Lord Jesus, um, you entered my life and gave me a plan and a purpose. So you end up replacing your fear with faith of the things, the very specifics that you are going to do. Would you be willing to make that kind of a list? Yes. I think if you do that, that's going to literally make a difference because that God does not want you to live in a state of fearfulness, but instead love what He has got planned for you. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org 
forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at one 800 917 That's 1-800-644-4817. You're listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. And we exist because of your ongoing prayers and your continued support of the ministry here. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Uh, We are recommending the Keys for Living called Fear, No Longer Afraid, and customer support will be happy to help you with that or any other resource that might be helpful to you. the, The Keys for Living, again, Fear, No Longer Afraid, and customer support can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. I want to remind you again about how to get in touch with the program here. Maybe there is a topic that you've been thinking about, maybe something that we've talked about on the program here has jogged a memory for you and made you have some questions about something that has gone on in your past or maybe something in your current uh, relationships or uh, some situation that you're in, and you'd like to get some direction on that. See what uh, God's heart would be on your particular situation, and you want to be able to line up your heart with God's heart and see what he says about you. So uh, we'd like to point you to that and let you know what Scripture says about it, and uh, June would be happy to have that conversation with you on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. The number to call is 800-917, 800-NIGHT-17, and so you'll just call us and leave a message for us so we can return the call and talk to you about what questions you you have and see what your availability would be for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability coming in the next few days as well, so call 800-NIGHT-17. Getting back now to our conversation tonight with Sarah. All right, sweet Sarah, I'm going to mention something to you or ask. um, When you said that you had this fear of dying, were there any uh, specific symptoms or characteristics that concerned you because of that fear of dying? Yes. So, so also, like, I have uh, had a really bad panic attack and just really bad anxiety. Um, And it always seems to be, like, when I get in the car, too, um, but yeah, and that's just about like fear of dying and and all of that. 
So is the fear of dying, is it all related to the car? Or it's just that that particular time? Why, why do you think the car? Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I've never been in, like, a car accident or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's just something that happens in my mind. Like, I'll be, like, on the highway or something, and it's like, well, what what if this car does this? Or, I don't know. And... It's mm-hmm. just crazy stuff. Like, I feel crazy. Okay. Well, I'm happy to say you're not crazy. Um, you're very logical in the way you've answered all the questions that I've asked. Um, and you're not... I'm, I'm happy to say you're not crazy. Uh, this isn't a mental illness. Uh, it is something that many people face. Yet, when you think about uh, and like I, I remember when I was diagnosed with cancer, and I was very surprised. I thought, well, gee, nothing on my mom's side, and then never thought about my dad's side. But it's not, it, you know, it was breast cancer. But it, but anyway, the the. But as soon as I was told, um, I remember thinking that scripture. Oh. All the days ordained for me were written in his book, God's book, before one of them came to be. And I mm-hmm. thought, so I, in fact, there, there's another, I call it a parallel passage that goes alongside that one. And Job 14.5 says, and this is the reason it's important is because it relates to what we're just talking about. Man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set the limits he cannot exceed. Man's days are determined. Our human days are determined. You, God, have decreed the number of his months and set the limits he cannot exceed. And so I have... um, I have seen how that has helped me just think, oh, well, nothing I do can extend it. Okay, that being the case, I'm going to live my life in a way that reflects who Jesus is to the best of my ability. I'm going to make sure that I I keep, um, they're called short accounts, meaning don't let it, anything just go on and on and on with turmoil and um, we have a choice of how we're going to treat people and that doesn't mean everything is perfect in our relationships but it means that we are responsible for our area of wrong thinking so what that means is for you to do your Thanksgiving list and just some people will do every day I'm going to add something else or you just do a list and just review it and just it, it's like what what do you love the most about your dad what do you love the most about your mom Whatever it is, it it's your focus. It's what you're focused on that controls you. 
Mm-hmm. What that means is you can be a prisoner of the past. You could be a prisoner of almost losing your dad because many people do die. But but I don't I don't hear that you're wanting that. Right. So with that as reality, okay, God's determined your last day. He's already determined how long and that you cannot exceed the number of his months. So with that, just you, then you say, for as long as I am uh, alive, I, will, I want to live in a way that brings, um, <laughs> brings honor to my, present, my parents. I want to bring honor to my dad. And, you know, I, I, I at one time did not want that. Um, I, I wanted his demise. And then later, based on something my mom said, she said, oh, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he only knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, and then all of a sudden I had a change of focus. I, meaning, I I did things that I hoped would bring him um, one day to a true, authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. My folk, I I had focused on his fault. That was it. I focused on his faults. I focused on his faults. Then all of a sudden, he sees me. Um, well, it, I, I I changed, and. When I changed, I think my dad changed. But I didn't see that that was going on. I didn't understand, but there was no question. So my my point is, um, it matters how you live your life as to bringing uh, joy to your dad, joy to certain family members that are, it can be amazing. But See, you're you're not just living for you. Um, it's very interesting. You've already talked about uh, a mindset that you don't want to have. Well, you replace it with a mindset that is right for you. So, how are you going to think about? I'll say, the end of life right now for for you um just referring back to the scripture mm-hmm. that you talked about um and saying that in uh like there's going to be no sadness uh like no sorrow any of that no fear yes um mm-hmm. you're replacing the fear with what uh huh. And what will that look like? Faith that what? Giving thanks <laughs> to him. Mm-hmm. Just it is interesting. That have, yeah. Everything that means anything or everything to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. A hundred years ago, I was a youth director, and one of the things that I ended up telling the parents was that. The most painful thing for a parent can be an ungrateful child. 
one of the most painful things can be an ungrateful child. And what I'm saying is, as I would speak with parents, I would say, are you, uh, are you aware that you can be thanking God for the choices your son is making? And specifically, you can be a source of light for for your son in the midst of darkness. And the wonderful thing about this is if you focus on, Lord, may I live my life in a way that actually glorifies you, benefits you, reveals who you are in a positive way, then you know, then your life becomes much more purposeful. Mm-hmm. And you don't, it's not that one day you're not going to die. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, right. But the point is, you don't want to be controlled by that. And so, in regard to panic attacks, let me just make a, a comment here. Uh, these are sudden, brief episodes of intense fear with multiple physical symptoms, you know, heart palpitations, uh, dizziness, but, but it's without any precipitating external threat. Um, the, the point that I want to make here is for you, we'll send you our keys for living on the topic of fear. And in terms of our subtitle, it's No Longer Afraid. See, you don't need to fear fear <laughs> and, or to live in fear because God's already planned your last day. And whatever He has planned is good. So this will be a gift to you our, from our ministry, our keys for living on fear no longer afraid and I believe that as you read the one section on panic attacks you will get what it is that that, uh, is the purpose for anyone experiencing that kind of panic attack because he'll replace your your fear with faith you continue to hang on to hope We will send our keys for living on fear called No Longer Afraid. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we're able to do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.